with that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege uh, that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio and open God's eternal Word and to study the Word of God together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're turning again in our Bible to the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter number 7, and in verse number 14, we're continuing our study on God's recipe for revival. God said in verse 14, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. I said to you as we began our study on this verse, this is God's recipe for revival. We took the time to identify, first of all, the people of revival. God said, if my people, which are called by my name. And I pointed out to you from the Word of God that God's people are a purchased people. We have been bought with a price. We do not belong to ourselves. We're not our own Lord. We're not our own boss. We're the purchased possession of him who loved us and died for us. Then second, I pointed out to you that God's people are a purged people. The Bible said in Revelation chapter 1, verse number 5, Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. When God saves a sinner... He does not save that sinner and leave them in their sin, but he saves them from their sin. So God's people are a purchased people. They are a purged people. They are a peculiar people. The Bible said in Titus chapter 2, verse number 14, that we're a peculiar people, zealous of good works. And so the Word of God teaches us that the people of revival is God's people. Let me say it again. This lost world cannot make or break revival in our churches. When God sends revival, it will come through His people. So we saw the people of revival. Then we started looking at the plan of revival. God said, if my people will do four things. Number one, God said, if my people will humble themselves. And we looked in the Word of God at several passages of Scripture, how that we as God's people are to humble ourselves. And then second, God said, if my people, which are called by my name, will pray. And again, we spent quite a bit of time looking in the Word of God at what the Bible says about praying. Then thirdly, God said, if my people, which are called by my name, after they have humbled themselves and prayed, if they will seek my face 
And we spent the broadcast yesterday looking at that expression of seeking God's face. And now then, we come today to the fourth of these four things that God mentions here. Again, let me emphasize, these are not only divine orders, but they are in divine order. If we ever humble ourselves, we will not have much problem praying. If we humble ourselves and become a people of prayer, then we will not have any problem seeking God's face. And if we will humble ourselves and pray and seek God's face, then we will not have any problem turning from our wicked ways. So today on the broadcast, we're going to look at this fourth part in God's recipe for revival in the plan that's laid down here. We've studied humble themselves. We've studied praying. We've studied seeking God's face. And today we look at the portion that says, turn from their wicked ways. As I was preparing for the broadcast today, my mind went back in review over many different situations in the Word of God. There's many more that I could deal with on the broadcast today, but I want to mention at least three in the Old Testament, and then I'm coming to the New Testament and show you in the Word of God where if we're going to see revival, there's got to be a turning from our wicked ways. A revival is not just to shout it out. It's not just to have a time of rejoicing at no cost to us, but a revival is a time of God's people purifying themselves and their lives by turning from their wicked ways. In the book of Exodus, chapter number 35, for 20 years, Jacob has been down at his father-in-law Laban's house. But notice these verses. I'll read them with very little comment. In Genesis 35, verse number 1, the Bible said, And God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel, and dwell there, and make there an altar unto God that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau thy brother. Now notice verse number 2. The Bible said, And Jacob said unto his household, And to all that were with him, put away the strange gods that are among you, and be clean, and change your garments, and let us arise, and go up to Bethel, and I will make there an altar unto God. Notice in verse number 2, Jacob said to them three things. Number one, put away the strange gods that are among you. Number two, he said, be clean. And then thirdly, he said, change your garments. You see, there's always been a tendency of God's people when they drift away from God to start dressing as the world dresses. But I want to assure you, friend, that when we see revival, there will be a changing of the garments and God's people will stop looking like, dressing like, acting like the devil's children. These people had grown up down there for 20 years among the heathen, so they dress like them. They conducted themselves as them, and they worship their gods. 
But Jacob is saying, now, fellas, we're going to get out of this. We're going to go back up to Bethel. We're going to deal with God. And we cannot deal with God in the same garments and in the same worship that we've been dealing with. And so he said, put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean and change your garments. And then I come quickly to the book of Second Chronicles, chapter number 29. And every Bible student is aware of the great revival under the leadership of Hezekiah. Let me read from verse number 3 of chapter 29. The Bible said, He in the first year of his reign, in the first month, opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. And he brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them together into the east street. And he said unto them, Hear ye Levites, sanctify now yourself and sanctify the house of the Lord God of your fathers, and carry forth the filthiness out of the holy place. For our fathers have trespassed and done that which is evil in the eyes of the Lord our God, and have forsaken him, and have turned away their face from the habitation of the Lord, and turned their backs. Notice again, here is Hezekiah, some 730 years or so before Christ, crying out, if we're going to get God's favor, then we're going to have to turn from our wicked ways. And then I thought about Jonah over in the book of Jonah, chapter number three. He cries out to Nineveh, repent. And Nineveh does repent. But I want you to notice what the Bible said. Let me begin reading in Jonah chapter 3 and in verse number 5. The Bible said, So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed the fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For the word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid aside his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. And let them turn every one from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hand. Now, Jesus said that the people of Nineveh repented at the preaching of Jonah. And I want you to notice this. You can find very easily the four steps of our verse from Second Chronicles chapter 7. First of all, they humble themselves. The king puts on sackcloth and comes down off of the throne. And then they prayed. The Bible said they cried mightily, under God, and they're seeking God's face, and then they turn from their evil ways. So, friend, the Word of God teaches us that if there is to be revival, then there's got to be a turning from our wicked ways. I thought about David in Psalm 119, and in verse number 59, David said, I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimony. David looked at his own ways, and he did not like what he saw, and he turned unto the testimony 
of our God. Notice again in the Psalm 139 and verse number 23, David said, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. So in the days of Jacob, Jacob said, if we're going to go see God, we're going to have to get rid of our sin. And Hezekiah said, we're going to have to sanctify ourselves and put away those evil things from among us. And here David is saying, see if there be some wicked way in me. And so God is saying, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. In each of these situations that I mentioned today in the Old Testament, there is an element of God's people turning from their wicked ways. And as a result, in each of these cases, God did hear from heaven, and God did bless those who would humble themselves, pray, seek God's face, and turn from their wicked ways, and God will still do it today. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white, it's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry. God has been so good to us. We're now broadcasting on over 50 radio stations a day, and then around the world several times a day by way of Internet and shortwave radio. And I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you until the next broadcast. Are you not-